It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Any other questions, guys? Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Have a great night. What is going on? Welcome to episode number 637 of Locked on Raptors for Thursday, January 9th. I'm your host, Sean Woodley of RaptorsHQ.com. You can find me on Twitter as always at WoodleySean. Find the show at Locked on Raptors. We can find links to every single episode of the podcast. And of course, please make sure you're checking out the Locked on Podcast Network where we have team-focused shows for all 30 NBA teams, all 32 NFL teams, a whole whack of hockey and baseball teams, and a bunch of NCAA college programs as well, adding shows every week too. So if your team is not yet covered by a Locked On show, it likely will be very soon. So keep an eye out at all times. Uh, Please, as always, subscribe, rate, review, all of the good things that we ask you podcast listeners to do. It's very uh, helpful for rankings for all the shows that you want to support. So thanks in advance for taking the small amount of time it requires to do that. And uh, that is it for the off the top stuff. Let's get into today's show. Bit of an audible here. Uh, We were supposed to today chat with Chris Manning from Locked On Cavs to do one of our traditional Eastern Conference check-ins. But as it turns out, the Cleveland Cavaliers have a old white coach who is extremely out of touch. And uh, Chris is a little busy today covering uh, slug life down in Cleveland. Cleveland. So today, instead of waiting till next week to play part two of our chat about the Raptor from the old Patreon podcast that I re-released yesterday for public consumption with Katie Heindel, I'm going to drop the second half of that chat today. But first, we are going to talk about the Raptors 112-110 overtime win over the Charlotte Hornets last night. A very fun game. Uh, as it turned out, you know, not exactly pretty, kind of like the Portland game in the fact that it was tense and stressful and it seemed like it was in the balance pretty much from start to finish. But it was uh, a really fun and exciting and inspiring game in a lot of ways as well with some fun redemption stories. Really, that was kind of the story of this game. First off, in the form of Terrence Davis, who, after getting called out by Nick Nurse after the Portland game, and there was lots of consternation about why Terrence Davis wasn't on the floor in crunch time to give the Raptors a little bit of uh, offensive juice when Patrick McCaw ended up making the heinous turnover in the final minute. Um, there you know, there was some talk about Davis, and Nick Nurse had some issues with the way he was playing, said he probably played him too much in the game against the Blazers, running counter to what most people were saying after the game in that Davis should have played more. And damn it, if Davis didn't respond against the Hornets, getting the start with the injuries obviously still continuing, no Fred Van Vliet available, and Davis played 37 minutes uh, and had 23 points, 11 boards, 5 assists, career night for him, 8 of 16 from the floor, 4 of 8 from downtown. His three-point stroke is just, like, hilariously wet, and I don't understand how he went undrafted. It remains a mystery. He's been, you know, by all of the advanced metrics, he's been, like, the second or third best rookie, in some cases the best rookie in the NBA. I think John 
John Morant's very clearly the best rookie, but he's been fantastic and continues to get better. And you would assume that until Fred Van Vliet gets back, Davis has kind of earned himself a little bit more rope here with the game he had against the Hornets. And what you love about that is that he responded after the game to, you know, the questions about what Nick Nurse said. And he said all the right things and was like, yeah, no, it kicked me in the ass. It was something that I wanted to come out and, you know, prove Nick Nurse wrong. And it didn't take it the wrong way, took it the way it seems like Terrence Davis takes everything as something to use to build upon. And he did it. And man, just a really, really great Terrence Davis game. And in a game where Kyle Lowry's offense was not quite there, especially early on, where, you know, I think Lowry, Ibaka, and OG were like a combined one of seven or something from the floor in the first quarter. It was Terrence Davis and somehow Patrick McCaw who chipped in a lot of offense to help keep things moving and flowing. And uh, just love to see it from Terrence Davis. He's freaking awesome. And it just it is befuddling that no team decided they wanted to draft that guy. Sure, that, that it's their loss, I suppose. And so, uh, yeah, very nice game from Terrence Davis. Love to see it. Uh, Serge Ibaka as well, bit of a redemption arc in this one, too. He uh, had a very just like lazy foul called on him late in the game. There was really no arguing it. They challenged it. This was when they were inbounding. The, Har- the Hornets were inbounding down uh, 199. I think like 17 seconds on the clock and before the inbound Abaka pulled the jersey of whoever he was trying to guard through a screen ended up getting called for it and yeah you just you can't be doing that it's a, it's a tough foul to take at that time of the game he would then respond after the Hornets hit the technical free throw tied it at 100 and then missed a shot late in the game I think it was Devontae Graham missed a floater then you know Abaka just kind of responded with an excellent overtime he had six points he was all over the place he you know had a couple weird turnovers and stuff like that, but really sort of offered the offense that you need from him in this sort of construction of the Raptors where most of the offense is coming out of Lowry, Ibaka pick and rolls. And if Ibaka is not doing stuff for you, then you're kind of in some deep shit. But he was great and had a lovely overtime, a great redemption turnaround from what he did at the end of the end of the quarter or sorry, end of the fourth quarter and love to see it from Ibaka as well. Just a, a really great game from him to close things off. OG Ananobi had an awesome game too, 19.7 boards, three or four from downtown, which is a refreshing thing to see from OG Ananobi considering his struggles from three-point ranges late. And it seems like the last couple games, both the Portland game and this one, it seems like his driving game is kind of finding its ground once again. Uh, really, one of my favorite plays that kind of happens a lot for the Raptors is those swooping drives from the corner for OG where he finishes either righty or lefty, normally lefty. And he's kind of brought those back the last couple games a little bit. He seems a little bit more liberated and at ease driving and stuff like that. So uh, nice to see from OG, very good stuff. And uh, just like, a, you know, you could look at the score and say, man, they only beat the Hornets by two in overtime and be disappointed. But considering the injuries they're dealing with right now, considering the... The fact that it was a back-to-back, a travel back-to-back from Toronto to Charlotte, which is not like a short flight, and just the fact that the the, the Raptors are kind of scraping by here, and, and it seemed like it was going to be the same script as the Portland game in this one, where in the fourth quarter, the Hornets started to trap Kyle Lowry, and then Lowry was just kind of having to dish off and, and hope the rest of the guys could do something offensively, and it wasn't really happening. They went on like a one-of-19 stretch between the third and fourth quarter, quarters, and that was all tied to Kyle seeing extra attention and not being able to drive the offense the way he normally would. And for them to respond from that and, you know, be resilient enough to, you know, weather through, you know, a really, really tough third and fourth quarter and into the overtime, I, I, it's just really great stuff, man. I, I think the 
the fatigue might be catching up to guys like Lowry. I mean, Lowry missing two free throws late in the game is not something you see often, and maybe that's sort of a sign that things are, are getting a little bit you know, tiresome for him, which would be totally understandable and, and you know, justifiable for him. But I, uh, I I think it was a really, like, it's not like their win over the Sixers or their win over the Celtics a couple weeks back or their Lakers win or anything like that. But this was a very good and nice win for the Raptors to pick up. It wouldn't have been disastrous had they lost it. Again, pretty justifiable and understandable if they did drop it, but nice that they were able to to pull through and, and get the W. And now they're 25 and 13, have three days off before they play Sunday against the Spurs. And I, I think the injury news is kind of looking up as well. Ryan Wolstat last night was in Charlotte covering the game, and he reported that Pascal Siakam is actually pretty close to returning, which is great news. He actually predicted that Siakam would be the first to return of all the injured guys, ordered at Siakam, Powell, Gasol, and Van Vliet, which, you know, you can take many ways. The Van Vliet thing being potentially longer term is not awesome, but that could also mean that maybe Gasol and Siakam and Powell are all much closer than we ever anticipated, and per Wolstat, it sounds like maybe even Sunday is a possibility for Pascal. He said it's not terribly likely, but it's on the table. More likely that he comes back sometime next week. And I think they play the Thunder on Wednesday next week. So maybe that is the game that you circle if you're Pascal Siakam and the Raptors. Either way, having him back is going to change things significantly. It's going to, you know, remove the need for likely Patrick McCaw in the starting five, or it'll maybe bump Terrence Davis back or whoever that rotating fifth starter is going to be back. And it'll just be, you know, you'll have that extra shooting. You'll have that extra creation. You'll have a guy who can actually find you a bucket, and it's not all Kyle Lowry's onus to, to find shots and, and create for others. That's going to be huge. Obviously, Norm coming back is, is great for the second unit, presumably, or the starting five, wherever he ends up slotting in. And it seems like things are about to snap back into place here a little bit. And, you know, the Raptors right now, I think, are four games out of second place, actually three games out of second place after our pal DeMar beat the piss out of the uh, Boston Celtics last night. So that puts the Raptors just three games out of second in the loss column in the Eastern Conference. And with the schedule coming up, and Zach Lowe touched on this yesterday in his podcast with Howard Beck, talking about just the importance of the two seed in the Eastern Conference, considering the drop off between the six seed, who are the Pacers right now, who are getting Victor Oladipo back in about 20 days, I think is the timeline. January 29th seems to be his return date. When you have Oladipo coming back for the Pacers and you have the Magic who are injured right now, Jonathan Isaac's going to miss some time. Maybe it's not even the Magic that make one of those playoff spots. You have the Nets who are just spiraling out of control, might not even have Kyrie Irving for the rest of the season if reports are to be believed and, you know, this thing drags on for him with the shoulder. You know, you could be looking at like the Hornets or the Pistons or the Bulls even in one of those seven and eight spots. And that 2-7 matchup is going to be easy. You you have to get that 2 seed if you want to have a nice favorable bracket, not just to get an easy first-round matchup, but to avoid the Bucks in the second round and to have home court over whoever you come across in the second round, whether it's Boston, Miami, Philly, or even Indiana, I suppose. And with the way the Raptors' schedule lines up, there's a chance here for them to rattle off some wins, especially if they get healthy here. You know, it's going to be tough until they get everyone back. The Spurs have been playing really well lately. DeMar's on one right now, and Sunday might be a challenge if they're not healthy. But then you have, you know, OKC, Washington, Minnesota, Atlanta, then Philly, and then the Knicks, Spurs, Hawks, Cavs, Pistons, Bulls for the next stretch of games after that. Like, there's a chance here for the Raptors to really rack up some wins and go into the All-Star break. Something like if they win the games you'd expect them to win over this next little stretch here— Go into the All-Star breaks, something like 36 and 15 or something like that. I mean, if that happens, they'll be right in the mix for the the two seed, you would think. And with the Heat and Celtics having probably tougher schedules coming up and, you know, the Heat 
I'm still the Heat's offense still bothers me and makes me a little bit reticent to pencil them in as one of the the teams that can make a run to the conference finals or the finals in the East. But with the way the schedule lines up, I think there's a very good chance here for the Raptors to do something special and get up to that two seed, which is going to be extremely coveted and valuable. So. Good stuff all around. Nice win over the Hornets. And now I think we'll wrap up the chat of that game. And we will get into a uh, the second part of my conversation with Katie Heindel that we released yesterday, the first part, uh, our deep dive on the Raptor from my old Patreon podcast, Primo's Pasta and Ross, which is now defunct. And so I'm re-releasing some of those episodes in the back catalog for public consumption because they're fun and kind of evergreen. And the Raptors one, I forgot. I listened back to it yesterday. I forgot how damn fun that conversation was. And part two is just as fun. So stick around and we will get to that in just a second. But first, let me tell you about my bookie. Are you the type of fan that knows football? or basketball so well that you could choose any game and call it well my bookie is the place for you because they let you turn all your sports knowledge into cash in your wallet between football season the nba and the start of the college basketball season it's time to get off the sideline and get back in on the action with my bookie if you're the kind of person who likes to bet a little to win a lot you could try a parlay for instance if you like a couple of the big favorites one week parlays are perfect because they let you bet multiple games together for a much bigger payout the nfl playoffs are going on right now get in on the nfl action right now bet on the games this weekend and win some money with my bookie if you're going to bet this season do the smart thing and go to mybookie.ag because no one gives you more ways to win tired of watching games from the couch with nothing to gain my bookie wants you to get your mind off everything else and get back on the game if you join right now my bookie will match your deposit halfway all the way up to one thousand dollars that means if you deposit two thousand bucks you're getting an extra one thousand dollars in free money to play with just use promo code locked on nba to activate the offer once again that's promo code locked on nba all one word to take advantage of MyBookie's generous sign-up offer. Visit MyBookie.ag today. You play, you win, and you get paid. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late-season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up-to-date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, and now let's get to part two of my conversation with Katie Heindel about everybody's favorite mascot, the Raptor. Enjoy. Uh, I have a quiz for you, Katie. Can we talk about stripes before the quiz? Oh, absolutely. Let's talk about stripes. What's your opinion on stripes? stripes Yeah, we did. We did a little Um, bit. I feel a bit bad for Stripe sometimes. I think Stripe's really got the short end of the stick. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think Stripe's is like, uh, do you think of Stripe's as a millennial? Like a younger millennial? <laughs> I do. I, I guess. I, yeah. In terms of like job precarity. Um. <laughs> <laughs> He's just making it work in the gig economy with whatever team will offer him a job. <laughs> trying to I liked I liked I really did like stripes at first I, I kind of I would heckle stripes well of course when stripes yeah. came around how could you not be disappointed with stripes he was a representation of what we had lost right? yeah but then I think when I realized that and I, I did some soul searching about it I felt and now I kind of miss stripes you know yeah um, I think stripes was, was trying I think stripes was actually kind of an interesting character development because Stripes was always a bit snotty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or seemed kind of like more like a badass. Yeah. Um, but still in like a nice way, like not as snotty as what's his name. The, have you have you seen the clip for 
first class got. Sorry, you just cut out there again, Katie. I didn't hear. You just cut out again. I didn't hear that at all. Have I seen the what mascot? Did you? The Clippers mascot. Oh, Chuck Chuck the the Condor. Condor. Yeah, of course. Yeah. That's one mascot I won't slap. Square in the face. (laughs) (laughs) He's very rude. Like, I've been at games, and his whole thing is that he's a rude teenager. Right. (laughs) And he, like, he, like, I don't know, he, like, objectifies women. He's, like, always, like, punking people, but not in a funny punk or a nice, like, redemptive punk kind of way. Mm. He's always going around on a hover, hover tracks. He's just like a shitty mascot. He sucks. He really anyway. does seem like a tech billionaire in mascot form. He is Steve Ballmer. Basically. Yeah. yeah, he's in the wrong city for that, though, you know? Like, yeah. that shouldn't be... He shouldn't be the Clippers mascot, then. I feel like Clippers is the L.A. team of the people. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it, it, maybe the Warriors could replace their, their vacant spot. They can acquire Chuck the Condor in a trade, perhaps, for... And then he can just become, like, an albatross or, like, a seagull or something. <laughs> anyway... Uh, Stripes, I feel like, you know, by the time I was ready to embrace him, he was gone. It was too late. Do you think after the Raptor retires, which I guess is a a very real question because he's been with the team for 24 years, how old do you think the Raptor is? Like, how old was he when it all began? Because this is kind of important to his future. Like, if he's going to continue to be the acrobatic marvel that he is, which, again, like, it's the physical aspect of his performance, I think, has kind of lagged in recent years for obvious reasons. It's been 24 years. It's the same guy. Like, do you think after he retires, if and when that happens, Stripes will get the job, or will they just leave the spot vacant out of sort of a honoring of what the Raptor had done? I don't know that Stripes is as a, as athletic a performer. Yeah. I think if they're going to want to... If they want to replace... The Raptor, they'll have to get like that guy's a gymnast. Yeah. Like that was his career, yeah. you know, um, before he became a league mascot. <laughs> so I think they'll probably want to get what did they'll get? Maybe sign from Cirque du Soleil. Ooh, that'd be crazy. <laughs> that'd be pretty cool. Or just like grab former Canadian gold medal winning floor performer Kyle Schufelt or something like that. Go with the True. high profile ad that people True. will know. Um, <laughs> Do people know that? You do. It's the only, I think it's the only gymnast I could name. Maybe, okay. I mean, they could go, they could diversify gender-wise and go with Rosie McLennan, the, the trampolinist who's won gold medals for Canada. Absolutely. Two they don't need to make it a man. Yeah, but I, I just agree. mean, I don't think Stripes is getting the job. That's, no that's a Stripes. Bar. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm glad he has at least like a good team to be the mascot for because I think as sort of the inverse of the NBA where if your team is good in the NBA, the mascot becomes less of a necessity to make things entertaining. I think with the G League team, like, it has to be really dark and depressing to be the mascot of a bad G League team where there's like 500 people in attendance. Like, that has to be a little bit of a bummer. Whereas if you're the mascot for a good G League team and you're getting a couple thousand people at a night to entertain and there's a lot of kids, like, I feel like that that can be a pretty good place to sort of hone your skills, much like as as players do in the G League, that that's probably a good platform for mascots to kind of craft their abilities. And maybe maybe he's working on his athleticism. Maybe he's working on those, you know, quad jumps and deadlifts and stuff like that and is working on becoming more of a NBA-level athlete. I don't know. Interesting take. I feel like uh, you should probe a little bit deeper. I think I might have to do that. <laughs> this uh. is... This is the journalism that matters. Make this like matters. a fully formed. Yeah, this yeah. is a great. This is a great idea. <laughs> 
Uh, good thing only like 12 people will hear this and uh, no one will steal it. That's good. Um, <laughs> although Joe Wolfond is a subscriber and he already has an in with the 905 as someone who went to go try it out. So, uh, Joe, please don't steal this. I, I, I really don't want you to. Um, want to get to the quiz that I have for you? I guess so. Okay. You know I don't like quizzes. Okay. Well, I think this is one that you'll let's, be good at. Let's try. Okay. This is one you'll be good at. Uh, let me just count here. One, two, three... There are four NBA teams that don't have mascots. So there are 26 mascots in the league. I'm going to run through every team, and I'm going to see if you can name their mascots. Are you ready? Okay. All right. The Atlanta Hawks. Uh, the Hawk. But I don't know his name. His name is Harry the Hawk. I'll give you half a point for that one. Okay. All right. The Boston Celtics. The Leprechaun. Yes, Lucky the Leprechaun. That is correct. I'll give you another half point because you didn't get his I name. I don't know the names, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you're one out of two so far with two okay. half points. Uh, the Charlotte Hornets. Is his name Buzzy the Hornet? <laughs> oh, no. It's not Buzzy. It's Hugo. Oh, Hugo. Hugo the Hornet. Um, so you got one out of three. The Chicago Bulls. Benny. Yes, <laughs> Benny is correct. Uh, actually, the Cavaliers but, have two. Can you name them? They are both yeah. bad. <laughs> One's the dog. Yeah. Is his name? Um, oh, he's a sad name. And then yeah. one is, um, do they have a man? Yeah, they have like a musketeer type guy. Yeah, I don't know what his name is. That uh, one doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, it's Moondog. Which... Oh, Moondog! I can't believe I forgot. <laughs> Actually, I like Moondog a lot. Just Moondog. Because, why is that his name? Yeah, I have no idea. And Sir CC is the the Cavalier fellow they have. Trash. I'll give Trash. you a, a half point for that as well. So we're at two oh, and a half. Sorry, out of, Moondog. We're at like two and a half out of six. Uh, Dallas Mavericks. They also it's have two, horse. actually. They also have two. Uh, they have a horse. Um, he's like the scarier horse in the league, I think. Yeah, he's like, and much like their logo, he's like the Neo-Lib. He's a severe horse. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very severe. Um, um, and I think they also have a man. Do they have a man in a, in a skin suit? Uh, yeah, his skin is actually basketball leather. It's actually no. terrifying to look at. His name is Mavs Man. Oh, Mavs Man. Yeah, okay. he's horrifying. I thought he was just in a blue suit. I no, he's got he like a jersey. The jersey is on, and then his like arms, the suit, and his face are all like embroidered with basketball um, like designs. It's pretty terrifying looking. He might just That's have a bad disgusting. skin condition. I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, it's real bad. That that is not that's a gross mascot. I don't like it very much at all. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Uh, I'm going to give you uh, another half point for that. So you're at three points out of like eight so far. The Detroit Pistons. What? Hooper, the horse. Yes. What's the horse's name? Um, what's oh. the horse's name for the match? Uh, Champ. Champ! Yeah. Oh, I knew that too. <laughs> 
Uh, so sucks. Hooper's correct. You got four <laughs> points. Uh, the Warriors don't have one. The Houston Rockets. Um, I don't know. Oh no! You're gonna be mad when you don't um, get this one. I'm pretty sure. Do you think? Yeah, I think so. Um. Oh. It's a. It's it's the it's a bear mouse. It is a bear. But it looks like a mouse. It sort of looks like a mouse. Yeah, there are no gray bears. It's. Is his name? Oh, Clutch. Clutch is correct. <laughs> so you're five points. The Indiana oh. Pacers. Um. The it's also. Oh, is it also a horse? No, no. I said his name. I said his name earlier on in this podcast. Oh no, we did. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Oh, I'm st- I'm stumping. His name is Boomer. Boomer. Yeah, and he's like a cougar. Is... Oh fuck! I did know that. I wrote about him once. <laughs> so you're five points still. Uh, the LA Clippers. Easy point. Come on. Yeah, evil, evil incarnate. Check, check the condor. Chuck the condor. Uh, friend of the show, Aditya, I believe, was blocked on Twitter by Chuck the Condor, and it's a big point of contention. Good. Yeah. Good. For, yeah. Good for you, Addy. Yeah. Um, the Memphis Grizzlies. It's a grizzly bear. It is. <laughs> um. What is his name? It's real um, easy, and it's a very terrifying-looking bear. I believe this was the uh, the uh, Twitter picture for Matt Moore, hardwood paroxysm, for a very long time. Oh. Yeah. I don't know. His What's name his name, Grizz? His name is Grizz. Yeah. 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 So I'll give you the point okay. there. I did know that. So you had seven points. I... <laughs> the Miami Heat. I'm... Oh, what's his name? Bernie. Yes, Bernie. Um, but I don't know what Bernie is. He's just like a tall. He's like a skinnier version of um, of uh, Gritty. <laughs> he's like he's. A, I think he's supposed to be a parrot. You think? But his I nose. I guess he's got feathers on his head. Yeah, he's got feathers. I just think his beak is more. It looks like a basketball almost, or kind of like a butt, to be honest. <laughs> like, <laughs> like a butt. <laughs> it's weird. Bernie's bad, but I'll give you the point there. That's eight. The Milwaukee Bucks. Bango, the buck. Bango is correct. That's uh, nine points. The Minnesota Timberwolves. Uh, he's a wolf. He's a wolf. And the, he, he's a cool looking one. I don't know. I can't think of his name. Uh oh. Um, oh. <laughs> it's Crunch. It is Crunch. <laughs> Oh, he's like very. That's he's like an athletic. Okay, never mind. I'm not gonna even say it. No, no, carry on. No, please say it. Just gonna say like if you think of mascots as attractive. (laughs) If there's a mascot that fucks, it's definitely Crunch the Wolf. (laughs) It's Crunch. Yes. (laughs) Well, you said it. I didn't want to say it. No, he looks like a. He looks like a Disney wolf almost. Like. Yeah, yeah he, he's like a princely him in a, wolf, you yeah, know? Yeah, like in the, he could be in the Jungle Book, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this guy's dude, this is gross. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the uh, New Orleans Pelicans. Pierre the yeah, Pelican. Yeah, Pierre the Pelican. Um, he's, the new one's fine, 
Original Pierre is way better, and King Cake Baby is again just the very I, best. Has King Cake come back? So is he just every year around Mardi Gras? Yeah, he's an annual he sort of Mardi Gras to the end of the season type thing. Okay. Yeah, the rest of the year is his gestation period. <laughs> <laughs> it's where he just like accrues all of the evil before he, he gets unleashed to the world again and starts knocking on strangers' oh. doors. Oh, I love it so much. The skits where he knocks on strangers' doors and gives them, like, tickets are the absolute best. I haven't seen those. Would you scream? I would scream. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I'd scream with joy because he's my favorite, but I would still scream. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Oklahoma City Thunder. I think you're at 11 points right now. Okay. He's a bison. He is. It is a bison. I'll stop being so... Uh, gender normative with my mascot. No, I'll say it. Uh, there are too many male mascots. They're all male so far, I'm pretty sure. That's a problem. Yeah, I guess none of them are like... It's, they pretty clearly were like, this is a, a male mascot. Yeah. All of anyway, the names are are, um, are sound masculine to me, at least. This one could, be, could go either way, but... I think... Oh, it's Rumble. It is Rumble. Um, That's correct. But... He, I think it's kind of an anomaly because that's the only mascot that's kind of like, like he's it's big, you know. Yeah. Like it, can, is that like an athletic mascot? Because the suit itself, they're like we have to, we can't make like a skinny, like life <laughs> bison. Yeah, no, I think it'd have to be like mostly it's basketball related skits are like him posting people up mostly. I would guess. Like lifting things, pulling things. <laughs> <laughs> Getting shot by hunters, you know, all that stuff. Oh. It's really funny, the picture... <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. It's picture on Wikipedia is next to the most Oklahoma City-looking white dude I've ever seen in my life. He's portly, he's got a sweater vest on, it's great. <laughs> um, the Orlando Magic. Oh, stuff. Yes. The Magic Dragon, who, uh, it doesn't really look like a dragon, but... Yeah. God bless him. I, here's a take about stuff. Uh, I think he upstaged the Raptor on his, own, on his own home court during the All-Star weekend. The Raptor didn't have any sort of standout moments from that weekend. I think that's a disappointment. Is that, oh, because of the dunk contest? Yeah, because he was doing the... Oh my God, yeah. the hover tracks? Yeah. yeah. Stuff was like the star of that show. I mean, Aaron Gordon jumped over him. No, so it was still stuff. I know, stuff, I'm saying Stuff was... It should have been like yeah. Stuff won the contest. Like, no, I agree. No one else stuff was definitely yeah. the more memorable thing. I mean, Aaron Gordon should have won anyway, but Zach Levine ended up getting it. But Stuff mm-hmm. was the real 50 in my heart. Um, <laughs> but again, I, I, the Raptor, if there's a disappointment I have, is that he didn't quite have enough of a presence, I guess, during All-Star Weekend. He should have been doing some... He should have been in the dunk contest, actually. I would do a stuff. Oh, there should be a mascot. No, the Raptor should have been in the dunk contest. Oh, the Raptor should have been. I was gonna say stuff can't dunk. I've, is <laughs> is the way to improve the NBA's dunk contest to have it between mascots? Um, like for me, yeah, but like <laughs> people already have such a hard time like believing in the legitimacy of the dunk contest that I think if you did that, it, you know, it would be hard to. You could, there could be a separate like mascot dunk contest. That would be cool. Yeah, I don't think I need any more token seven footers dunking in the dunk. I just need four mascots. That's all I need. I, I'm gonna lobby for One this. Thing there are definitely four mascots who could do it. Yeah. Yeah. 
I wish they would bring back, like, I, you don't see it so much, or at least in the last few, like, years at the All-Star Game, when, like, all the mascots would just, like, be there, like, they were at, like, a slumber party, and mm-hmm. they would just be hanging around, like, on the side of the court, just yeah. kind of sprawling around. Yeah. I missed that. That was cool. They also used to do a mascot game, I think, right? Or is oh, that more whoa. of a, that more, that might be more of a football thing. I didn't know that. Yeah. I've definitely, I, I one time went to a Toronto Argonauts game. And they had an NFL mascot football game for some reason. That's cool. I wish yeah. I – that's like the only football game I'll ever say I wish I went to. <laughs> uh, so you're at 13 points right now. A few left. Philadelphia okay. 76ers. Um, its name is Franklin. Correct. <laughs> but is it a dog? It is a dog. Franklin the dog. Okay. Yeah. I just know because it's named after Ben Franklin. Yeah, well, they were going to use the Ben Franklin logo they have as like their third logo, or used to have as their third logo, but they decided not to use that as their mascot and just went with this boring ass dog instead. So I don't know. Yeah, the dogs are like sad. Unfortunately, it's like the sad fallback of the NBA mascot option. Um, I, I'll disagree with that, but I don't want to spoil a couple of the ones coming up. So we'll continue on here. Um, <laughs> the Phoenix Suns. The gorilla yes. who doesn't have a name. He does have a name. Terrifying, isn't his name just Gorilla? No, I, I thought it was, but his name is Go apparently. Go the gorilla. Oh, I think I did know that. Yeah, I didn't know that either. I just learned that. But, Go. Yeah, it's also Go to hell. It should just. <laughs> um, the Portland Trail Blazers. Mm, it's a trail. It's like a mountain lion. Yes. But they don't call it that. No. Um, but uh, what's his name? Bl- oh, Blaze? Yes, Blaze the Trail Cat. Trail Cat. Yeah. Okay. Did I get that point? Yeah, you'll get that point. I don't think that's a living species. No, it's certainly not. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, well, he's very he's too similar to Boomer for me as well. He's very derivative of Boomer, the okay. Pacers mascot, so I, I don't know. I'm not, not a fan. I think you're at 16 points now. The Sacramento Kings. Oh, here's a terrifying other one. Slamson. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, Slamson's a lion. Yes. But he's a lion with, like, a very disgusting face. Yeah, um, he's like melted face almost. Yeah, it kind of looks like what, like the li- a live-action really bad play, like our musical of Beauty and the Beast would make the Beast look like. <laughs> That's what I think. He like also looks like he also looks like he's had his eyes gouged out. He just has like these black holes for eyes. It's horrifying. <laughs> they gotta. That's like he's been there for a long time. They could they could redo that costume. Yeah, although they at could, this point they, it's kind of fun that it's like it's kind of fun that it's as bad as it is. <laughs> I, I appreciate it a little bit. Um, I think you're at 17 points now. The San Antonio Spurs. Um. Oh, the coyote. That is correct. He's, I like the coyote a lot. Because he's just like, his whole gag is that he's like crazy. Yeah, his whole gag is that he's fucking fucked up on peyote or something. Yeah, yeah, that he's high. Yeah. (laughs) Or he's having a bad trip permanently. (laughs) Which is scary. It's kind of sad. Yeah. uh, They should help him. I'm trying to pull up a picture of his eyes. They are harrowing. They're almost as harrowing as the as Slamson's eyes, just for a different reason. Yeah, he's just like, oh yeah, I did a lot of drugs today. Look at me. 
I like that the Spurs didn't go with like a cowboy or something like that. Yeah, so, could, they could have like gone real lame. Pick this guy. Yeah. yeah. Um. So you're at 18 points. Obviously, we'll, we'll give you the point for the Raptor just because. Um, okay, thanks. <laughs> so we'll get the 19 points. The Utah Jazz. Um, it's a bear. It, it is a bear. It also kind of looks like Rumble. Like they, it must be like similar, like hairy costumes. It's also, I think he's kind of jacked. Yeah, it looks like if Rumble had sex with Grizz. <laughs> <laughs> It's a good thing this podcast behind a paywall because it's not family safe. No, it's very, uh, it's very take it or break it actually with how dirty it's been so far. It's true. <laughs> um, what's? I don't know what its name is. Its name is just Jazz uh, Bear. Jazz Bear. Okay. <laughs> it looks like a pretty athletic mascot. Mm-hmm. I, I, there's a picture here of it being suspended from the roof playing a, a big drum. Um, oh, I see that photo. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. There's one of, with him on a motorcycle. There's one with him doing like a weird scissor kick type thing. He might be one of the contenders in the dunk contest if we're going to have a mascot dunk contest. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I'm not going to give you the point for Jazz Bear. The last one, the Washington Wizards. Isn't it G-Man? It's not G-Man. It's what close. It? Um, it's a It's a man, though. No, it's suit? no, it's it, it's. I don't know what it. I think it's like meant to be some sort of a wizard. Uh, but it's not like a costume. Correct? Yeah, no, it is a costume. Oh, okay. Yeah, his name is uh, his name is G Wiz. G Wiz. Yeah, and he okay. he looks like uh, someone who got whose audition for Sesame Street didn't go super well. I'm sending you the link to the image right now. Okay, but don't they also have an alternate skin suit, man? I don't know if they do. Maybe they used to have I would to like to one? contest this. I think they did at some point. Uh, okay, the only other mascot listed here. Oh, I can't believe I forgot G-Wiz. I really like G-Wiz. He's pretty funny looking. G-Wiz is, prob- is by the same creators of um, the Heat's parrot thing. <laughs> <laughs> and, and also gritty. and kind of a little bit stuff if we're being honest like okay just yeah. google g-man that's what the wizards just google it he was a jacked he was a guy in a skin suit that had added muscle oh, and right. sunglasses <laughs> he looks exactly like thunder yeah it, it's like it thunder switch teams yeah <laughs> Yeah, no, that's that's terrifying. I don't like G-Man at all. He looks like he's in the Blue Man group. Yeah, G-Man was short-lived, I think, for a reason. They should have the Blue Man group, but with G-Man and Thunder as additional parts that do acrobats. Acrobatics. <laughs> oh, man. I'm just going to check, take a look and see here if any tw- Twitter questions came in. I did put out a call for questions about the Raptor. They may not have come. But oh, we have. I think we have a few. Here nice. We, uh, let's pull these up. Uh, actually, no, we don't have any. Never mind. Uh, just a picture. Oh. Just a picture from at Small Town Card. Stripes is the best. So accommodating to kids, as good as a mascot could be, and as a good mascot should be. Sorry, and I think this is a picture of him and his in this uh, Twitter user's kid with a nice picture with stripes. That's nice. Oh. 
So we might have some contention over our stripes comments. Although it does kind of look like he's trying to eat this kid. I'll send you the picture. <laughs> I think any good mascot, you know, should always have those kind of wacky, like, I'm going to hurt this kid. Yeah, like 20% like, is like is this going to end poorly? There's a, um, so I live in Hamilton, and the Hamilton Bulldogs mascot is unlike anything I've ever seen. His name is Bruiser. And pretty much his whole thing is he just humps the air for the entire entirety of the game in different spots around the, the, the arena. I'll send you a picture of Bruiser as well. He's like a very ratty-looking costume. It's, um, yeah, it, it's kind of gross. It, it's like it, it looks like it hasn't been washed in ten years. There's a picture of Bruiser. People can look up do, Bruiser. Do uh, the Tiger Cats have a mascot? The Tiger Cats. The Tiger. I do think they have a mascot. Um, what's his name? This is just mascot rabbit hole. <laughs> oh, they also have one named Stripes. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. More sense for them than the raptor, quite frankly. Yeah, they also have one named Stripes. Also one named uh, TC the Tiger Cat. I believe he's retired at this point. Okay. And then they also have this guy named uh, Pinkskin Pete, who's just like a dude who's interchangeable. Who yells a lot? Uh, it, it's just like it's just a person, and he starts all the chants. But his name okay. is Pigskin Pete, and it, but like I, it was a big thing this year in Hamilton because Pigskin Pete retired this year, and they brought the, and they have to find a new one. So. I would say fundamentally, like a man can't be a mascot. I would agree. This is why G-Man and, and uh, Thunder failed, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think that's going to do it for this podcast, Katie. This was fantastic. Thank you so much for coming on. Do you have any parting hey. shots about the Raptor? Um, no, I guess. No, I think, uh, I think, I hope that they aren't hoping on putting back on his work working hours. Yeah. And I hope he has a union to support him. <laughs> um, I hope that it doesn't, do you think maybe Kawhi doesn't like mascots? Maybe he had a bad experience with the coyote. It might just be the coyote's fault there. I think the raptor's a little bit less terrifying than the coyote yeah. is. Yeah. Um, I just think we should all feel very lucky for truly having one of the best, like, when, especially after going through this, like, wild list of other mascots in the NBA. We should be happy we have such a good one. Yeah, and, and one that's so universally revered, I think, by people in NBA circles. It's, uh, it's pretty cool. It makes sense. I mean, it doesn't have a name. That's fine. You yeah. can deal with the raptor because most of the names are very bad. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you're Crunch, of course. <laughs> Unless you're Crunch. Who wouldn't want to be Crunch? Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, my last party shot is I think maybe this would be weird and extremely raptors considering some of the banners that are already up in the in the rafters right now for the team, but... I do believe that once the Raptors retired, they should retire the number 95 and the Raptors. That's what movie. I was going to say, but yeah. maybe the whole suit. That might be scary. Just though. hang the suit for you. <laughs> like they skinned it. <laughs> Taxidermy Raptor? Oh, yeah, they should definitely retire the jersey. Yeah, that, that would. That, again, I think people might laugh at that. I think that would be missing the point to be laughing at that because the Raptor means a lot and is very good. I and, think you laugh at that if you weren't from here and then you would like riff on Toronto for it. But I think yeah. if you're, you know, if you understand. Yeah, I could see like on a that. Ringer NBA podcast, they'd be like, oh man, they retired their mask on. How lame is that? 
anyway. Sorry. The ringer's yeah, good. I like the ringer. Exactly. That's how they sound. <laughs> uh, Katie, thank you so much. Where can people find your work? Mm, you know, just around. <laughs> <laughs> Promote yourself better. You have great stuff. I, I know. I'm really bad at this part. Uh, the Athletic, I should have my newest, latest thing on The Athletic this week. Yep. Um, I've got something coming up uh, with Vice Sports, uh, Raptors related. Mm-hmm. So, just, you know, just look out for me. And you also have a newsletter, correct? <laughs> oh, thanks, John. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I have, I have a, a new newsletter uh, called Basketball Feelings, and if you have them, I highly recommend subscribing because we go deep. I have I to do that. And you follow with me. I have to do that today because I tried to do it on my phone yesterday and I couldn't answer the questions. There's like, oh, highlight all of the pictures with fire hydrants. I kept getting it wrong on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, am yeah, I missing that, small I fire hydrants? Too. I know. It's like that doesn't really work on your phone. So yeah. give it a fire it up again. Fire yes. up the captcha. Yes. Um, and and please subscribe. Basketball feelings. Uh, thank you so much, Katie. You do awesome work, and we're gonna have you on the regular Locked On Raptors this week, I believe, as well. Probably to talk yeah. about Greg Monroe and water. Thank yeah. Thank <laughs> God. Yeah. Uh, thanks so much, Someone, Katie. Someone's got to. <laughs> thanks for having me. All right, everybody. Thank you so much. All right, so that's going to do it for today's show. Thanks so much once again to Katie Heindel for joining me a year ago, I guess. Uh, A lot of fun there. Also, Katie's going to join me on Friday's podcast. We're going to do a mailbag episode. So if you're listening to this, we probably haven't recorded it yet. So please uh, get your questions in and we will uh, answer those on Friday with a fun little mailbag to close out the week. A few days off here so we can have some fun. And uh, yeah, that's going to do it. Thank you so much for tuning in. Please subscribe, rate, review, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, wherever you get your podcast. It's very much appreciated when you do that. Uh, all the Locked On podcast offerings are out there for you to peruse too. So if you have a team that you like around the sports, around the sports? Yeah, let's call it that. If there's a team around the sports you like, there's probably a Locked On show covering it. So please look it up. If there's not, there likely will be one soon. Thank you for all of your support. Uh, you can also still buy We the Champs, the book that I wrote with Alex Wong uh, about the Raptors championship run, still available in all stores, online, all that good stuff. And uh, that'll do it. Thank you so much. We'll be back again on Friday with another episode of Locked on Raptors. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.